in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Topic <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> God, I forgot what we were doing there for a yeah. second. I'm already what senioritis. I'm already senioritis. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. Yes, Topic Thunder today. Uh, we're going to jump into some questions from you all. You know, we've been loving doing the brackets, uh, the Full Metal Brackets shows, Matt. But we also want to respect the fact that people want to ask us questions, which is what this was a show about for a very long time so we want to go back and do that and of course on the precipice of our announcement or not on the precipice but after our announcement now you know we um should let people know about what we're doing with this particular thing uh going forward in the future as well yeah we think we have enough to carry us to the end yes uh it looks like given the backlog of um there's four or five maybe six uh brackets and mm. more than enough questions um so it, it, unless you've been working on and you're almost finished with a bracket or something like that yeah it, you probably shouldn't put in the time because we, we're not sure that we're going to get to it and we don't want you to put in a ton of work yeah just to send it in and us never to get to it and then uh Questions, if you have a question or something, uh, you know, maybe, uh, because sometimes we go through three and four questions yeah, on a show, so it, it's it's more likely that we get to those, but we still have quite a few questions to answer yeah. as well, so yeah, uh, unless you have something very pressing to ask, um, you know, may not need to, but if you'd like to, go right ahead. We don't want to discourage you, but no, we just... Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a supersized one, final one of these, and we'll just answer a bunch of questions from you all, so that's a possibility as well, but uh, yeah. But um, we also have plans for our final show, and it'll, in essence, be something that you can do that with us, yeah, uh, live. So you know, you might want to hold on to your question if you can be, if you're able to join us live, and you can get an answer during that show as well. So, but yes, if you want to send stuff in, great. But there's no guarantee we're going to get to it at this point because of how we've, uh, because of our announcement and how we've scheduled things out. So just letting you all know that from the beginning. Um, all right, Matt, what's our, do you want to go ahead, man? I think it's your turn. What's our first question here that you want to, that you want to get to? Um, all right. This comes from Fred Castillo and he says, Hey, John and Matt, thanks for taking the time to read this email. I have been rattling around in my brain for a while and I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Most entertaining movies have a very interesting characters with background stories that shape them into the hero slash villains they've become. My question pertains to villains and which ones do you believe could have the most intriguing origin story to tell? Mm. No Marvel, DC, Star Wars, or Star Trek villains because they've already been a topic for discussion for a while. I would love to see a show enough origin <laughs> from Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon movie. He's one of my favorite bad guys in movies, and I'd love to see the path he took to obtain obtain rather the glow right. in his hands. I'm looking forward to your opinion. And have a great day. Stay well, Fred wow. Castillo. 
Oof, that is that is tough to think of on the spot. So heroes and villains that are not connected to oh sorry, villains that are not connected to Marvel. Any of the big boys. Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, first thing go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the first one I thought of was Anton Chigurh. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. Well, it just that's a great choice. You uh, you've got to build that reputation for being the go-to when you really need a job done. Right. This is the individual that's gonna, you know, easily handle all problems that come his way. Right. And then like the the is it a cattle puncher? What is yeah, that fucking so. thing called? Yeah, cattle prod, cattle prod, yeah. Well, the prod, I think, is electric. Oh, no, you're right. The puncher is what it's called. Yeah. It just, yeah, it shoots that little bolt into its head and it immediately causes brain death. Yes. Uh, I think it's called a cattle puncher. Is it, air, is it an air thing? Yeah, it's it's compressed air that fires it because he's carrying around that little tank in his offense. Yes, yes. Um, so did he work at like a stockyard and just became, became so immune to killing, kind of like in It, the... Yeah. The young kid whose uh, oh, who's yeah. grandpa, I think it was, basically yeah. just like, if you're not you know, fending for yourself, the world's going to eat you alive type of situation. Right. But he just, did he grow up on stockyards or a farm or something? Is that how he, or he was doing another job and saw it and the idea sparked to him, but yeah. he's a villain with a hell of a backstory that I'd love to get to know. Yeah, it's called a captive bolt stunner from what I see here. Um, it's a tool to shoot out door locks. And then, wow. And then he uses a sound-suppressed Remington 1187 semiotic shotgun and pistol, which is a Tech-9. Um, but yeah, bolt gun. I mean, that bolt stunner, bolt gun. Yeah, that thing. Um, maybe, or maybe like someone used it on him in trying to get away from him. Mm -hmm. And it didn't, it didn't get him, but like he saw the ferocity of the weapon and was like, oh, this could, you know, really limit the time uh in the death and it makes it quick and clean instead of maybe struggling and choking like he does with the deputy at the beginning there when he's choking the deputy out all yeah. those squeak, squeaks on the ground and the mess that it all leaves in the trail with a bolt gun it's just bang you're done you know and so maybe yeah that's interesting i mean because we've seen hannibal prequels we've seen the norman bates prequel that went on for seasons on a and e so certainly there's a fast and people made that jeffrey dahmer uh netflix series which i refuse to watch i couldn't get top. into it Huh? I watched the first one. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I, I get it. Like I, this, I, I don't have the same level of fast. It's more about studying it and understanding it. This thing, I just had no interest in seeing all that stuff rehashed again. So yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't watch it. But like we could see. But clearly, people have a fascination for this kind of stuff still. Um. So yeah, why not? It could be interesting. Anton Chigurh's. I'm going to be boring and say Moriarty. I don't know if we've ever seen a Moriarty prequel movie. Okay. So that could be interesting. Like what, what is, like you mentioned the upbringing, what is it about his upbringing that led him to walk down this path? What is it about um, Sherlock uh, in his way that attracts him to be his main villain or be his nemesis? What is this all about? What's the level of intelligence that he has? You know, we saw a little bit of that in the second Sherlock Holmes film with Jared Harris, but we didn't go all the way back to see, like, the beginnings of Moriarty. I'm, I'm really shocked there hasn't been a series in Britain or whatever created to explore that. And maybe there has been, but I've never seen it or heard it, and I'm pretty aware of British stuff. So 
Um, I'd be surprised to see that there's some Moriarty series that got all this acclaim and was so good that I just never heard about. So I think that could be fun to explore for sure. Uh, what about like, uh, Hal 9,000 and maybe there was, there was seeds that the creators wanted to look past because it was so amazing at its job and it was leaps and bounds artificial intelligence wise above everything else. It was like, the deep blue of its era and everybody was just so amazed and mesmerized by it that they turned a blind eye to the evil and you yeah. see the seeds of, Hey, maybe the, this doesn't have, you know, the prime directive of can't kill humans yeah. as one of its operating primary functions. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that a hundred percent. That'd be actually kind of fun to take a look at, to be honest with you. So I'd be curious because we're seeing some of that in the Megan movie. Oh, is that what that's about? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. So there's there are certainly connective tissues to the idea of how mm-hmm. in that movie. So you could absolutely see how something like that could be constructed and built. And I think it'd be a real challenge for a filmmaker to mirror what Kubrick did in the construction of, or sorry, the overall look of the movie and the time period pieces that he used for outfits, for the design of the the bridge and the, all that kind of stuff that would make sense or would work. You know, I, I just watched that trailer for hello tomorrow from Apple TV. That's I think set in the fifties where they're saying selling timeshares on the moon. And it's a very age or time period specific. And I'd be curious to see if people could do that in um, doing a how 9,000 prequel and, and bringing that to life the environment of it to life. Um, Cause it's set in the future, but it has the vibe of like the seventies. So yeah. That's a good, I mean, that's a good one. Fuck. Is there anybody else? Um, <laughs> what about wait. the dude from the Patriot? <laughs> the dude from the Patriot? Yeah. Jason, is it Jason Isaacs, the villain in the Patriot? Is that based on a real person? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know specifically. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of historical figures in that. Cornwall is oh, in that. Matt, I think you might be down with this. What about a prequel for the lot, for lots of bear? From Toy Story. Sure. Like exploring. We saw his version of the story, but what actually happened? How did this all happen to him? How did he turn evil in this way? Yeah. He kind of, because people loved that bear before it turned evil. And having, and of course, Ned Beatty, I don't think he's, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he's with us anymore, but it would oh, be. Oh, we got this wrong the last time we were talking about Night Court and someone tweeted me that. Hey, not everybody you thought was dead in that show was dead. You're Richard Ned, I'm almost 99.9% sure that Mr. Beatty passed. Yeah. So, last yeah, he last did. June he passed. Last year, yeah. Or 2021, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that could you could find a you know Ned Beatty sound alike that could play lots of bear as a younger bear. That could be real interesting to explore as a offshoot of the Toy Story movies. Um, you know, they did the the Lightyear film, which didn't really uh, do well at the box office, but a lot so bear would be a fun film to, or a series even to explore and see how he slowly becomes what he becomes. And it becomes tragic. And, you know, by the end, what he becomes. So that could be real interesting. All right. I know we're supposed to steer clear of the star Wars and all those things. <laughs> okay. And I think it, this one kind of falls into that, but yeah. what was the home world of the xenomorph like? Ooh, for alien. Yeah. How did they escape this world? Because it's not oh, like they create good. any technology on their own. They yeah, just yeah, yeah. consume 
everything mm-hmm. around them like the most you know vicious virus of all time. Yeah. So was it somebody else going doing what Riser and others have done and seeing the weaponized potential of this? Yeah. And yeah, we're always so obs- we're always so obsessed with prequel alien prequels being about the Wayland Corporation or David and what we're getting here with Ridley Scott and what he's doing. Yeah, it could be fascinating to go the other route and explore the prequel or the uh, origins of the xenomorph planet, how that all came to be. I mean, that'd be a hell of a challenge, Matt. Because there have to be good xenomorphs and bad xenomorphs. I would imagine. Or there's. Just like a, just like we have here, there's a balance. So there's something that kills those. Yeah, right. Because uh, it's not like they're a great white and they only, you know, yeah, they're patrolling around, but they're not just mercilessly ravaging everything they come across. Right. So, but they do. They just consume. So you, if there's a natural order to it, then there's something that eats them. Yeah, of course. Or has oh. a natural immunity to like their acid blood and all that jazz. E- easy. You're walking real close to... Shane Black territory with a super predator. Easy now. Yeah, well, fucking. Was that in that movie? I don't even remember because I fucking hated that movie so much. It was in the in the Predator movie. Yes, the Shane Black did. There was a super predator. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. Super, it was the dumbest idea. It was so stupid. Mm. And then the choice of, hey, Sterling, just chew gum <laughs> in every fucking scene. That's just the- gnashing on some gum. That is the least badass thing you can do. Honestly, it really is. Like, you know, after after Roddy Piper did that and they live and said what he said, that iconic line, no one should ever chew gum to be badass in a film ever again. He completely deconstructed it. So it's like, I don't know why anyone would look at someone chewing gum. It doesn't look badass at all. It's lame. I feel bad for Sterling having to do that. Um, it's like Snyder yeah. with his toothpick when he chose Schmodowns and have that stupid fucking toothpick. You're like, what is this? What affectation are you going for here? It's Snyder, man. He hasn't had a badass day in his life. Come on. Yeah, but it's the thing. You're projecting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. He's like, uh, this is ridiculous, man. Utterly and completely ridiculous. Uh, what about a backstory on Spacey's character from Seven? Ooh. Oh, shit. Did he like... Ooh get into killing and then eventually create this master plan. Yeah. I think that would be great. That's actually a really excellent choice. Cause like I said, people are so obsessed with yeah, serial killers, serial killers seeing his Genesis would be fascinating for sure. I mean, and especially because you don't have to cast Kevin Spacey's so you avoid that conundrum True. of having to worry about, uh, you know, bringing him back. So you could cast a young kid to play that character. So I, I'd love that. Are there any female ones? Any female villains? Let's see. I always like a good female villain because it just goes against the natural maternal yes. association that you make with them. So when they're the the villain, yeah. the twist on that, if it's a good twist, is just just an extra twist of the knife. Yeah, female villains. Uh, female villains. And, and we're still avoiding Disney, obviously, because we've seen the Maleficent and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that falls under the Star Wars and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got Cruella Deville. Um, yeah, we're getting the Ursula one. Uh, what about Oren? Is she a villain though? Oren Ishii in Kill Bill? Would that? Well, we got the villain, did we? Got the backstory from her in the film. It was animated. That's right. My bad. 
Oh, interesting. Um, I'm looking through this list of Regina George. I don't know what I want to see. Hers. I don't know if I want to see the background. We we got the Louise Fletcher one that Sarah Paulson was in as a series. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see too many. Which I never watched. I heard it was all right. Which one? Sorry. The Sarah Paulson. Oh yeah, no, it was okay. Yeah, uh, it was all right. Yeah. Um, what about no? I don't. Would Sharon Stone Basic Instinct? Would you want to know her background or her genesis? I I don't, but maybe somebody does. Yeah. Plus, that's it's been so long. Is there much of a demand? Like I I don't yeah. really care. I haven't seen right. that movie in so long. Right. Um, I don't see that many, man. Yeah, I'm racking my brain. It's tough to come up with. I mean, Sharon Stone and Total Recall, but I don't care. Maybe if we did a... Well, I know. Like you said, we got to avoid... Or he's asking us to avoid these big things. But I would love to, a prequel series on Hela, uh, a prequel movie or something like that. Where we, sure. Right? Uh, I mean... Her and Odin, yeah. uh, the, the mural they show, and be like, well, what was that like? Yeah. What was that experience? Yeah. Like, now you're selling us on this great father shit. Well, how did yeah. you get the mantle? I hadn't thought about it until it's presented to me. Right. As soon as you look at the thing, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. One man's angel is another man's devil. Mm. Oh, and then, of course, powerful men all the time hide shit that they did to get to their positions of power. If enough generations go past, you can kind of uh, you have that dis- disappear into the background and you're just you just buy the legend or the story of how this mm. person came to be without thinking about what the things that he did or well, he yet to achieve these things. Yeah. Yeah. The victors write the history books. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. very rarely is there a conflict where there's a distinct good and bad side that everybody agrees on. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see the gone girl, but we got, we got her background. Didn't we in the film? I feel yeah, like, do we need another of, cause it seems like it'd be the same thing all over again. Just, it's not going to be illuminating to me at least. What about Annie Wilkes from uh, Misery? Oh, Misery? Yeah. That could be a good one. Right. Has she done this before? Right. Well, I mean, we know her past with the babies and stuff, because when he's looking through the clippings and reading about mm-hmm. her back. So let's see that series where she does the things that she does. Because uh, there was an element of that in, in the most recent series of Fargo, season of Fargo with the Jesse Buckley's character being a nurse that does some pretty evil shit at the hospitals. And no one can quite figure out who's doing it until later on in the in the in the season. But, yeah, mm. yeah, there's stories of those those black angel or whatever yeah. nurses that. Yeah. It's sick. It's super sick, man. Um. Okay. Is there any more you want to add to this one? Uh. No, but great question. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. Yeah, we probably keep going on that, but we'll take a quick break. Before we jump into the next one, hear this word from our sponsor. Be back right after this. Uh, okay, we're back. Um, let's go to Tim Williams here, Matt. A uh, uh, big, big fan of the show here. Tim says, good day, blokes. Hope you had a good Christmas and New Year's. Blokes, something that has always interested me is the, quote, Mandela effect. I've been blown away so many times when I hear a new one. Heard a new one recently. Well, I don't know if this is one. But I was just made aware the Uncharted movie came out in 2022. Feels like it came out four years ago to me. What the shit? 
So what are some that have tricked you or do you have good ones yourself? Stay safe and healthy blokes. Hooroo. The Mandela effect? What is that? Is I don't think I know that one. What is the Mandela? Uh, it's the uh um ah, son of a gun. Situation. It's like where large... you oh sorry, yeah. Like the general belief that something is, and it's just kind it's like a, a, a through gossip, oh. not gossip, but discussion and whatnot. And we all kind of almost manifest it into our collective reality, even though it never happened. <laughs> So it's like certain things like, oh, yeah, that, that, you know, such and such did this. And we all think that. Wow. Kind of like uh, um, Darth Vader to Luke in Empire. Mm-hmm. And everybody was misquoting that line for years and years and years because we collectively thought it was one thing. Yeah. And if you go back and watch it, that's not what he says. Gotcha. I believe that's the Mandela effect. Yeah. It says here it refers to a situation in which a large mass of people believes an event occurred when it did not. Um, this was originally in 2009 by Fiona Broom after she discovered that she, along with a number of others, believed that Nelson Mandela had died in the 1980s when he actually died in 2013. That is fascinating. <laughs> How could he have died in the 1980s? I guess because he was in prison and people just thought he's died in the 1980s. Uh, and there yeah, but then he gets out and then helps end apartheid and yeah, I mean, becomes the first black president of south africa and you're saying he did a lot matt you're saying he did a although lot. now south south africa is teaming with russia and china to do some war games so Oof. that's always fun yeah yeah it's all over man we're just slowly you know yeah, rearranging so. chairs um she created a website to deal, detail her observance of the phenomenon i would say people have a a mass belief that Tim Burton directed a uh, nightmare before Christmas. I think that's still a very well held belief by a lot of people outside, maybe our circle of, of uh, hardcore film lovers, which is a small circle, by the way, comparison to other people who uh, the rest of the world who watches films. I think people still believe that. And I, I, does that qualify? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, because I found something, some website called verywellmind.com. Great name, guys. Ooh. Uh, they list the Star Wars one. Okay. Henry VIII eating a turkey leg? Sorry about that. Yeah, there's a picture of Henry VIII eating a turkey leg. Yeah. Uh, no such painting ever existed. <laughs> so there you go. You are subject to a Mandela effect right there. Wow. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Actually, he's never said, apparently. It's magic oh. mirror on the wall. Interesting. All right, now here, here's yeah. one. Go ahead. Uh, the Berenstein Bears? Yes. And some people... Yeah, so it's the Berenstain Bears. Right. It, I swear to God, it was the Berenstein Bears when I was a kid. <laughs> and they're saying it never was, and that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it was Baron. St- I got a yeah. I wish I had those big books called bullshit on that. I'm not believing that one. <laughs> I'm falling into that trap of even if you give me evidence and proof, I am nope. nope. Swear to God, it was it was the Berenstein Bears. That's what everybody called it. That's what I remember calling it. I owned a number of those books. You're telling me it was the Berenstein Bears? 
Yeah, it's that's baloney. So a lot of these are spelling things, like you just brought up, because Flintstones and Flintstones, cheese it versus cheese its. Um, it's its, isn't it? Yeah, cheese its. Yeah, I T Z. Yeah. Oh no, actually, it's I think it's I T, but people go plural with it. Yeah, it's cheese it, but people say cheese its. Well, it's because there's who can eat one cheese it. I can't. They're so delicious. Cheese its are a favorite, yeah, and I don't ever buy them because I will finish that fucking box. Yeah, and then look at the nutrition label, and just realize that I ate three Big Macs. Just, just weep. Yeah, in one setting. Uh, yeah, because like Skechers, some people swear Skechers has a T before the oh. C. What? Yeah. Or Oscar Mayer versus Oscar Mayer. It is Oscar. It's Mayer, uh, isn't it? It's Oscar Mayer, M-A-Y-E-R. But people think it's Oscar, but people pronounce it Oscar Mayer. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. In my head, when you were saying Mayer, I was still spelling it with an A. Yeah. Sex in the city, sex and the city. It's sex in the city. Um. Oh, he never says play it again, Sam. He says, play it once, Sam, for all time's sakes. So he never says, play it again, yet people have said, he's. he says. Here's one for you. Does Mickey Mouse wear suspenders? Oh, my God, that's a great question. No. Correct. Okay. Some people swear he wears suspenders. And in my head, I was like, I can't even visualize him with suspenders. That one's, a lot of these I understand. That one I've. That one's pretty yeah. easy for me, but that's me, you know. They got a Forrest Gump one. Life. He says life was like was like a box of chocolates, but people say life is like a box of chocolates. It's is really it's past tense. Yeah, was that's what he says on the bench. Life was like a box of chocolate. Why is he talking like he's dead? I don't know. He's like what thirty five in that movie when yeah. he's on the bench. I think so. Maybe forty. Yeah. yeah. That's fatalistic. <laughs> um, yeah, Luke, I'm your father. All right. Hello, Clarice. He never says hello, Clarice. All he said was good morning. What uh, For, website uh, are you on? Sons of Lambs. Uh, goodhousekeeping.com. <laughs> okay. It's... <laughs> There's some deceptively good people who work for that place, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Freddie does sing the words of the end song to the pants. So he, in the in the song, We Are the Champions, we all think Freddie, we all think of Freddie belting out of the world at the end of We Are the Champions, but it never happened. He does sing the words at the end of the song during the band's famous Wembley Stadium performance. I don't know that. I, I could swear he says of the world. He, he fucking does. Right? <laughs> he fucking does. Because I haven't... It's not like every time I've heard that song, it's the live version. It's not. Yeah. It closes out that piano, bum, 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 of the world. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's nonsense. Okay, so this one absolutely blows... This might fall into what Timothy was asking, because this blows my mind. Uh, Sinbad never played a genie. Um, several people can attest that I distinctly remember seeing Sinbad in a movie called Shazam, but 
they're confusing this memory with the movie Kazam starring Shaquille. I could swear on my own life that Sinbad was in a genie movie. Yet, <laughs> I guess he never was. Fuck, that's kind of crazy. Holy shit. Uh, in Monopoly, Rich Uncle Pennybags, does yeah. he wear a monocle or not? Shit. Uh, n- no. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, because when you when you get the go card or whatever, or, or yeah, the yellow card, a community chat, whatever it is, I don't remember seeing a monocle, so... Interesting. Oh, and Sally Field never said, you like me, you really like me, like Jim Carrey did in The Mask. She says, I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. <laughs> okay. Um, he's not called Smokey the Bear. He is Smokey Bear. That's what he's called. Uh, that's one of those, like, as soon as you say it, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? Perhaps something. Okay. Weird. All right. Yeah, a lot of people thought Neil Armstrong had had died before he died in 2012. That's weird. Okay. All right. Uh, she would do... I think that's enough, right? She would do one more? Yeah, I'm just going through now reading Mandela Effect. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, right. Just, yeah, I found a list and I'm just going through... Yeah. Another one that says that we are the champions. Oh, people think that the Lindbergh baby was never found, but he was. They found the body and sentenced the killer to death. Well, there's a whole conspiracy. Oh, really? Culture around all of that stuff. Is there not? I don't, I don't remember there being one. I mean, yeah, the John F. Kennedy Jr. one is beyond hilarious, but I, I don't know anything about the Lindbergh one. Uh, I Yeah, I know so very little about that entire episode. So yeah, yeah. that's just cobbling from memory of like in that part of my brain that has Lindbergh baby stuff. There's like some clouds and like, isn't there a conspiracy theory about who did what and all of that stuff? And just like, I don't know. I've never been interested in it. So I've never really committed anything to memory. <laughs> Fair enough. And okay. What did it happen in 1915, 1920? I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's way back when. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the big historical things from that, not the pop culture stuff. Right even though that's not saying it's a historical event, but it's more a culture driven as opposed to, Oh, this war, the, you know, the yeah. great depression, the dust bowl, world war one. <laughs> Those are the things I kind of fixate upon. I like the Jiffy one. I, yeah, I, I say Jiffy peanut butter. I do not say Jeff. There is uh, no such thing as Jiffy peanut butter. Yeah, it's, it's Jeff. I knew it's that much. Jeff. I totally say it. I get it at the Target. I get the Jiffy all the time. How funny. <laughs> I get the, uh, if I'm, I'm up for it, I get the no sugar added stuff. Oh, okay. Right on. Because it's already got a little bit of sugar in it. Just like, I don't, I don't need the extra. <laughs> um, all right. We're at 31 minutes. Do you want to answer one more or should we roll on? Uh, let's, let's call it uh, a show for today, I think. Okay. Let's do it. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Topic Thunder. We appreciate it madly, especially as we're winding down the show. We appreciate y'all even more listening to us than ever. Uh, Matt, what do we have to tell them before we wrap up here? 
Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Top Ten Show, if you and on like YouTube. It. What's that? If you feel like it, if you, feel like it. You, you know why not get it in before the wire? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and on YouTube and Instagram, it's forward slash the Top Ten Podcast. And uh, you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. You can follow me at the Roca says. All right, y'all take care of yourselves. Be well. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.